I have a lot of competition tonight. David let you out 10 minutes early today. It's going to be hard for me to compete with that. So uh, anyways, I appreciate the message this morning on the ferment. Thank you, David. Uh, I want to extend a welcome to everyone that's uh, in the service tonight, uh, especially my niece, Christina and Mason. Good to have you with us tonight. I think it's all the visitors that we got. I think everybody else is kind of home folks. Oh, no, April, I guess. I'm sorry, April. Didn't mean to overlook you there, sir. Uh, but welcome. Uh, those that's listening by internet or, uh, uh, you know, Facebook, thank you. Appreciate that. I hope you like the woman at the well. When she came to the well, she came with an empty vessel. You know, if that, if that vessel had been filled up, there had been no need for her to come to that well to get the water. It's kind of like when Elisha was battling the, you know, this, this widow had a, a son. that sons, they took him into slavery because she couldn't pay her debt. And uh, the prophet says, well, you've got this cruise of oil here. Get all the empty pans that you've got. Go borrow from uh, whoever you can get these pans from. And we'll fill all this oil up. And when it's filled, you can go sell it. So she did. She went and got all that she could get. You know, the moral of the story is this. As soon as the last empty vessel was filled, the oil stopped. We got to have an empty vessel if we want to receive something. If it's full of everything else, you're not going to receive anything. I mean, it's, it's, just, it's just that simple. Turn, please, to Matthew chapter 7, verses 13 and 14. And my topic tonight is the road less traveled. The road less traveled. We will... Uh, this is the only scripture I'm going to have you turn to. I'm going to quote everything else or read it in the interest of time. It says this. Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction. And many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way that leadeth unto life, and few there be that find it. You know, I was thinking about this, you know, as a, as a child, I always thought that this straight meant like a straight arrow. That's not what it means at all. When it says entering at the straight gate, it's talking about a narrow gate. That's the, if you read, read actually, the, I think that I wrote it down, the, the Greek word is stanos. I'm not a scholar. I don't pretend to be a scholar, but I can look it up. The Greek word is stenos. The idea is it's this gate, but it's crowded with a bunch of stuff, and it's a narrow gate, okay? So when it says enter in at the straight gate, it's talking about the narrow gate, all right? It says for uh, wide. Now, when we talk about wide is the, is the gate that leads to destruction, that's talking about Flat out, wide open. It, it, it's for everybody to enter in. Wide is the gate that leads to destruction. And uh, as broad, which means spacious, because straight is the gate and narrow. I want you to concentrate on this narrow. We'll talk about this a little bit more. The Greek word is slebo. It's not your average word of narrow. 
Let me read to you. It means afflict, throng, suffer tribulation. God gives us a different meaning of this narrow, okay? So sometimes it's not clear what road to travel on, is it? I mean, it, it really isn't. Uh, when I got out of high school a few years ago, I thought, what do I want to do? What path do I want to pursue? I really didn't know. Dorothy, the tin man, and the wizard, and they're in the Wizard of Oz. They, it's very clear to them the path they should be on, right? Because it said what? Follow what? The yellow brick road. I wish life was that simple, where you could follow the yellow brick road. The Romans were known for building roads, were they not? They said all roads lead to Rome. Well, that's not true. They really didn't. But the Roman influence was everywhere. Okay? Uh, something we hear uh, a lot, uh, a variation of this idiom in our society today is this. If you've heard this, raise your hand. We're all working for the same place. Well, I got one person, now two. I'm surprised. I figured that more of you would be raising your hand. You thought I was going to call on you to sing or something. Uh, we're all working for the same place. That's kind of divisive in itself. Are you working in order to get there or are you working because you're going? Understand the difference? Which one? You know, of course, we don't want to concentrate on the divisive things, you know, as far as with different denominations, et cetera, et cetera. But, but I know this. There will be no division in heaven. I do agree with that. Because up there, it's going to be truth. Now, God may have to have some uh, re-education camps for me and some other people that has to kind of bring along on things that we don't really know what we're talking about. I don't know. But uh, uh, there will be no divisive things up in heaven. I'm just telling you. There will be truth there. So what what does it require to be on the right path? Some people would say it's sincerity. If I'm sincere, God will accept that. If I am sincere. Anybody heard that? No? I'm the only one that's heard anything. Y'all got to get out more. If I'm sincere. Well, listen, if I drink a bottle of arsenic and I sincerely believe I'm not going to be affected by that, is that going to happen? No, if I sincerely jump out of an airplane without a parachute and believe I'm not going to hit the ground in a bad manner, understand? It's, I could be sincere in that and be sincerely wrong. W- would you agree with that? Okay. Um, there are certain immutable truths that's in the universe and that God has given that you're not going to, that's the way it is. Some people would have you believe just because you think you're an animal, you're an animal. All right, it's in the schools. I'm, I'm just telling them, they're making place for them. Some people say because you think that you're a man, then you sincerely believe you're a woman, that that changes that. You know, it, it doesn't change it. A little while back, Elizabeth Warren would have us believe that she was an Indian. Do you remember that? All right, okay. And uh, she sincerely believed that. I'm sure she did. You know, uh, but you know, the genetics didn't lie, did it? She really wasn't uh, part Indian, even though she may have sincerely believed she was. Uh, recently, I went to a restaurant. I'll tell on myself. I went and uh, I made my order, came back. 
I looked at Marilyn and I said, she's brought me okra. She said, you ordered okra. I said, I did not order okra. I don't even like okra. Luckily, she had some witnesses there with her because I thought she was just pulling my leg. Some of her friends was there. And they says, Ronnie, you ordered okra. I thought they were conniving together. Just, But the truth of the matter is this. I sincerely thought I did not order okra. And there's nothing you could have done to make me be convinced otherwise. I sincerely thought that. But I was sincerely wrong. Oh, it has to be based on truth. It's not that whether or not you're sincere or not. Elijah, I think it was, yeah, Elijah, when he faced the prophets of Baal, they jumped on the altar and cut themselves with knives. Do you think they were sincere? I'll guarantee you they thought they were sincere. Uh, you know, in 2 Corinthians 13, 5, the Bible says this, examine yourselves whether you be in the faith Prove your own selves. We should, I, we should be convinced that we're on the right path. Do you agree with that? We, we should be convinced with that. Uh, however, being sincere is not enough, is it? it? It It's not enough. What about self-righteousness? You know, uh, the Bible is very clear on the Christian living a pure life. We should, with the best of our abilities, whatever we can do, remove sin from our lives. Whenever God or Jesus forgave the woman taken in adultery, he didn't say, oh, that's okay. No, he said, go and sin no more. Pretty clear, right? Go on. Now, uh, we should purge our lives from everything that doesn't bring honor and glory to Christ. There's a rich young ruler. He came to Christ and says, Master, what good thing can I do? Because he'd already said, I did this and this and this. He, he proclaimed how self-righteous he was. And God said, all right, or Christ said, go sell all you got and come and follow me. Did he do it? No, not at that time. He didn't do it uh, because he had great wealth. There was one thing he still lacked, didn't he? Uh, you know, uh, there are people uh, that say, uh, I guess that once you're saved, then it's up to you. Will not you make it in? Have you heard that? Now listen, if that's true, I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to make it in. I will not make it in. If it's up to me, I will not make it in. Oh, okay. <laughs> Paul said, in the saved person, there's a battle that's going on. And he said in Romans 7, 24, he said this, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? Isaiah 64, verse 6 says, But all your righteousnesses are as filthy rags. Listen, the best that you got is not good enough. I'm just telling you. You may be the best person in this building. It's not good enough. You won't, you won't make it. Uh, you know, in 1 John it says this. This is 118 for you that's taking notes. 
If we say that we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. And the truth is not in us. That's pretty, that's pretty clear, isn't it? All right. So we have this battle going on. All right. Now, Frank Sweeney, which nobody but Marilyn has heard of him because we got his album, probably. I don't know. Randy may have heard him. Uh, he's got this album called Eternal Questions. He asks this question. When it's time for you to stand before God's judgment throne, will you stand in Christ complete? Or will you stand alone? We can only stand with Christ. We can't stand on our own merit. Philippians 3.9 says this. And be found in him, not having mine own righteousness, which is of the law, but that which is through the faith of Christ, the righteousness which is of God by faith. Got that? That's how we come before God. So uh, on this road less traveled, I commit to you that this road is a road of surrender. That's the road. You're not good enough to merit eternal life. The, the song says, nothing in my hand I bring, simply to thy cross I clean. Okay? I've sinned against God. I am worthy of death. I come to him in the righteousness of his son, who loved me and gave himself for me. Romans 10.9 says this, That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. John 10.9, I am the door. By me, if any man enter in, he shall be saved, and shall go in and out and find pasture. Dr. David Jeremiah said this, and I won't take credit for what he said. Uh, but I like the saying. He said this. Your walk is more important than your work. Did you catch that? I think it's worthy of repeating. Your walk is more important than your work. I knew a fellow early in my lifetime. He was kind of disheartened because he didn't really have the zeal to go out and witness, even though he knew he should witness. He couldn't understand why he couldn't get the, the victory. You know, well, Why am I not able to witness? Dr. D David Jeremiah's got the answer. Your walk is more important than your work. You've got to get that relationship right before you can get the work right. You agree with that? Okay. Um, now imagine walking down this road, I guess, with, with someone that's a liar, a cheat, whatever other sin you can come up with. Or would you rather walk down that road with Jesus Christ, the perfect Son of God? Which one would you rather walk down that road with? Right. Now, uh, so I've got a, three or four questions. Are you walking with anybody? Are you walking with the right person? Are you walking in the right path? Are you walking in the right direction? Uh, Jeremiah 6.16 says this. 
Thus saith the Lord, Stand ye in the ways, and see, and ask for the old paths, where is the good way, and walk therein, and ye shall find rest for your souls. But they said, We will not walk therein. I want to challenge you. Be careful of new paths, of new ways of thinking. Solomon says there's nothing new under the sun. Okay? Um, my other caution is this. Don't walk down the path because it's old. For many, many years, people have been walking down the wrong path. It was wrong then. It's wrong now. All right? So my advice is this. Seek the old paths that are true to the word of God. And our above statement is called the good path, the good way. Okay? Robert Frost wrote a poem. I'm not going to read the poem to you. Uh, but he, he, wrote, he wrote this poem. It says, The Road Taken. The setting was a forest, you know, and uh, all of a sudden the path, it diverged. It went one way and went the other way. He looked down the path as far as he could see on this path, as far as he could see on this path. And he regretted that he couldn't walk down both paths, but he had to make a choice. And he said, I probably won't ever come back and walk this path again. In other words, I'm going to make a choice. Okay? Uh, the road he took uh, was the road less traveled. Now, he and I may not be speaking about the same road, okay? But he's, he took the road less traveled. Why would a person take the road less traveled? I wrote down some things. Would it be for adventure, safety, excitement, boredom? You know, whenever I was a kid and used to go to a rock house mountain, I didn't take the road less traveled because there was briars and undergrowth. There's all these things I had to fight uh, to get to it. Uh, what makes the path of the Christian the road less traveled? Have you ever thought about that? What makes the road less traveled? Um, I submit to you, it's a lonely road. How many of you ever lost relatives because of the road you're on? How many has ever parted company with friends because of the road you're on? Okay. He said, few there be that find it. I'm telling you, it's not the road that everybody's going down. He says, few there be that find it. You won't be in the majority going down this road, I'm just telling you. If you're in the majority, you need to, you need to look around and say, oh, am I going in the right way? If you're going in the majority. One cheerful thought, though, about that is this. Christ will be with you. So you're not entirely alone. All right. The other one is, I submit to you, that it's a narrow road. All right, now, uh, he says narrow is the way. You know, being narrow just automatically restricts it, doesn't it? There's not room for everybody with every belief under the sun on this road. It's a narrow road. There's not room for everybody. Because the pathway itself narrows the way. Um, there's only room for truth on this road. Only truth. 
I submit to you also on this road, it's a well-lit road. How many like a well-lit road? Sometimes when people, the uh, Bible says men love darkness rather than light. Why? Because their deeds are evil. And they want you to see all the things that they're doing. All right? The Bible says, thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. That's the road. I'm going to call it the well-lit road. What about the road of self-denial? You know, um, in Luke 9, 23, uh, the Bible says this. And he said unto them all, if any man will come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross once in a while. No, no, I didn't say that. He said, take up his cross daily and, and follow me. Okay. Uh, at this point, it's not about what you want. It's about what God wants. The Bible says a man that puts his hand to the plow and looking back is not fit for the kingdom of heaven. What that means is if you have a constant longing wanting to go back. We're going to all make mistakes. I'm, I'm not saying that. I'm saying but if you're constant, you know, you, so it's a road of self-denial. You know, it's a righteous road, isn't it? Uh, that's what uh, I guess in 23rd Psalm says the path of righteousness. You know, um, there might be some baggage you have to leave behind. You might have to leave behind some pride. You may have to humble yourself before God. You may have to leave behind some pleasure, worldly pleasure. I'm talking about, and it says. Make me to go in the path of thy commandments, for therein do I delight. There is some delight in doing the will of God. Uh, Psalms 48, I delight to do thy will. So it's a righteous road. Okay? Talking about the road less traveled. You might have to give up some passion. Yeah. There's a song that says, Yield not to temptation, for yielding is sin. You may have to subdue those dark passions. Okay? You have to walk in the spirit, not in the flesh. You may have to get rid of some prejudice. <laughs> we all got them. We got to work on them, right? Where it, I can name it. It could be race. It could be age. It could be social. It could be income. It could be all kinds of things. We might have to rid ourselves of those. Okay? Um, there's a, this path that I'm talking about is the highway to the king. That's where this path goes. It's the highway to the king. There's a song uh, that I learned early in life. I'm going to quote it to you. I'm not going to sing it to you. It says, Days are filled with gladness. Nights are filled with song. Walking in the king's highway. And the world grows brighter as we pass along. Walking in the king's highway. Music from the homeland fills me with delight. Walking in the king's highway, visions of the glory break upon my sight, walking in the king's highway. Crowned with tender mercies, guarded by his love, walking in the king's highway, Jesus gives a foretaste of the joys above, walking in the king's highway. That kind of stay with me, all these walking to the place of many mansions. I shall come at last, 
walking in the king's highway. Now, once again, I want us to read our text. It says this, Enter ye in at the straight gate, for wide is the gate, and broad is the way that leadeth to destruction, and many there be which go in thereat. Because straight is the gate, and narrow is the way which leadeth unto life. And few, did you hear? Few there be that find it. Now, if you turn to Luke 13, 24, I'll give you time to turn to that. I want you to see Luke's rendition of this, of this same uh, talk. Luke 13, 24. And you'll see a little bit more about what I'm talking about uh, when I was explaining uh, stenos. He says this. Strive to enter in at the straight gate. Did you catch that? Strive to enter in at the straight gate. For many, I say unto you, will seek to enter in and shall not be able. There's a song. Uh, it says this. It's not an easy road we are traveling to heaven, for many are the thorns on the way. It's not an easy road, but the Savior is with us. His presence gives us joy every day. It's not an easy road. There are trials and troubles, and many are the dangers we meet. But Jesus guards and keeps so that nothing can harm us and smooths the rugged path for our feet. The chorus, no, no, it's not an easy road. But Jesus walks beside me and brightens the journey and lightens every heavy load. In summary, I may, I may, I may get you out like David did today. I'm going to try my best. Well, summary, summarize some points. Sincerity will not get us on the road less traveled. But you can't walk the road less traveled without sincerity. Did you get that? Self-righteousness will not put us on the road less traveled. It takes the righteousness of Christ. This righteousness then is imputed to us and it produces works of righteousness in our lives. Surrender is the way we get on the road less traveled. It is the king's highway, and this road will be lonely. It'll be narrow. It'll be well lit. It's a road of self-denial, and it will be a righteous road. Let's pray. Okay. Thank you, Father, once again for all that's come out this evening, Lord. And we ask that Lord, that their vessels were empty, Lord, and that you have spoken to them, that you used your word. May if I we exalt Christ, Lord, help us to do your will. Lord, help us to walk the road less traveled for your honor and for your glory. Amen.